Aston Villa have been heavily linked with Marseille midfielder Matteo Guendouzi. If the 23-year-old did join Villa, he would reunite with Unai Emery, who he played for at Arsenal. To talk more about that, I'm joined today by French football expert, CBS reporter and Aston Villa fan, Jonathan Johnson. Firstly, it's great to have you on, Jonathan. And secondly, if these links are accurate, why do you think Emery might want to bring Guendouzi to Villa? First of all, thanks a lot for having me back on and uh, also a uh, happy new year. Fingers crossed that 2023 brings uh, lots of positive developments uh, for Villa fans. Obviously, didn't go off to a great start with the loss to Stevenage, but uh, you know the year is uh, young for the moment. Uh, I think what, what he could bring if uh, you know if he and Emery are reunited is uh, you know somebody who's quite a versatile midfielder. Uh, obviously, very good quality. You know, if he's a, a France international, he's not uh, being called up by Didier Deschamps for nothing. Uh, and you know, I think Villa fans were already fairly well briefed on sort of his ability from his time with uh, Arsenal. Obviously, he's bounced around a little bit since then. Had that loan spell with her to Berlin. Uh, eventually made his move to Marseille permanent. Uh, and he's kind of in the same boat as William Saliba in terms of, you know, sort of him, I wouldn't say sort of relaunching his career or reinventing himself, but, uh, you know, sort of taking his game back to back to basics, what he does best, and, uh, you know, managing to, to, to make the most out of uh, his ability and get himself back on the, the radar of a number of clubs, which is why, uh, you know, Villa have taken a shine to him since uh, Emery has come in. So certainly an all-action midfielder. Um, I wouldn't sort of lump him in the, the, the same category as, say, Abubakar Kamara, somebody who, you know, takes care of the, the def- defensive aspects of the game. Uh, Gendouzi is somebody who's definitely got more of an eye, uh, you know, towards contributing an attack where he can. Um, but, you know, very much uh, somebody who I think would massively upgrade David as midfielder if he was to come in. Okay, and you know these are very strong rumours that have been going around this week. And Unai Emery himself was somewhat cagey about talking about it at a press conference. Um, how substantial do you think these links are? I mean, the the links are very substantial. There, as far as I know, I mean, we're recording this on uh, on a Friday. Uh, there haven't been official communications between Villa and Marseille just yet, but there is, uh, you know significant communication uh you know between sort of Genduzi's camp and Villa to sound out if he would in fact be interested in the move if Villa were to uh you know really make a proper push for him uh you know and the, the the sounds are that uh you know he would be interested in uh in, in reuniting with Emery I mean let's not forget as well Marseille there's no European football now uh you know for him to sort of feel like he's missing out on he's gone to the World Cup in France uh albeit didn't feature too heavily uh, and, uh, you know, I think as well, Marseille now uh, feel like it's maybe the right time for them to to cash in. You know, his value has gone back up to to being close to sort of what they hope they could get it up to. Uh, and, uh, you know, now, obviously, with Emery coming in, that changes the 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 appeal of the Villa project. And, uh, you know, he's a player with Premier League experience, uh, you know, which I think perhaps Emery needs a bit of uh, in this January transfer window, obviously with Alex Moreno coming in. Um, quality player, wanted by Premier League clubs last summer, but hasn't actually played in the Premier League just yet. So, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, Genduzi would tick many of the boxes uh, and the, the interest from Villa towards him is uh, is definitely very, very real. Well, he's, he's uh, largely a midfield player. I think that's what we sort of know him best as, really. Um where do you think he would fit in if he did join Villa? And what might it mean for players like Douglas Louise and maybe even Jacob Ramsey? 
I mean, I think, uh, you know, for what Villa aspire to be, there needs to be more than just sort of one quality player uh, in each position. So I think, you know, really what it's about is building up a pool of, say, you know, five or six really quality, truly quality, uh, you know, central midfielders. Uh, you know, and I think, you know, Villa are a bit short on that at the moment. Obviously, Bubakar Kamara coming back to full fitness, uh, you know, is a big boost. Ramsey has, you know, had his moments this season, but he's still a very young player, still learning. Um, you know, Douglas Louise, obviously, Villa tried very, very hard to, to hang on to him when he was wanted, uh, you know, by Arsenal a few months ago. So it would certainly appear that, you know, Genduzzi would sort of come in to supplement uh, those kind of guys as opposed to, you know, potentially come in and replace them. I think the guys who would probably be more at risk would be guys like uh, McGinn. Uh, you know, perhaps even somebody like Den Donku, who obviously, you know, had that horrific uh, error against uh, Stevenage and, you know, will not necessarily have left a, a very positive early uh, impression of himself on uh, on Emery. But, uh, you know, I think as well, uh, in, in terms of what Genduzi brings, it's not just sort of in that central midfield area. It's, you know, with an eye towards, uh, you know, potentially playing behind the strikers as well in uh, sort of a, almost like a number 10 role, which is something that Emery has started to speak about. Uh, you know, in recent weeks as well. So, you know, I think having a player who's capable of filling those uh, different roles, uh, you know, would be a, a big boost. And it's something that Emery is really, has really identified that he feels he needs uh, in this Villa squad. Okay. Um, well, that's exciting to hear. But, um, but I think the perception I've had from Arsenal fans that I've spoken to is that Guendouzi was a very talented player. And I do remember thinking the same myself when I watched him play for Arsenal. But that... Um, off the pitch, he was perhaps um, a little bit uh, maybe young is the way to describe him because he's, he's a young guy. He's only, what, 22, 23 now, so he would have only been a teenager then. Um, do you think he's matured as a character and um, both on the pitch and off the pitch since his time at Arsenal? I think he has matured, but, you know, there is always going to be sort of an aspect of hot-headedness. It's just part of his character, part of, you know, who he is and, and what he brings on the pitch. And, you know, I think if you try and take that out of his game, out of him, it, you know, changes the player uh, significantly. Uh, I do think he has probably learned to be a bit more professional um, now than he was maybe then. Uh, you know, and I think as well, he's taken on a very important role with Marseille, almost sort of, uh, you know, kind of like a leadership role, mm -hmm. which, uh, you know, obviously has required him to mature quite quickly as well. So uh, to be honest, I think the, the stint with Marseille, you know, has prepared him well for sort of another shot at the Premier League. And like you said, nobody ever doubted his talent when he was uh, at Arsenal. So I, I certainly think he's somebody who would have changed a bit since Premier League fans last saw him, but, uh, you know, in a, in, in a good way and perhaps stamped out some of those things that, you know, many Arsenal fans were sort of critical of him for at the time. <clears throat> right. And, uh, you know, it's very difficult to predict how any transfer will ever go. Um, but, you know, knowing what you know about him from his time at Marseille um, or since his time at Arsenal, I guess, and the fact he's now in a French international as well. Um, do you think he would be a decent addition to Unai Emery's Aston Villa? I do think he would be a decent addition. Uh, you know, I think he'd be... 
uh, a start, uh, a move towards the kind of players that are going to work best in Emery's system. Uh, you know, and I think as well, you know, having players of his ability, not just a name, but somebody, you know, who can actually bring something on the pitch, uh, you know, sort of in reference to Coutinho, who really is a draw in, in sort of name only, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, you know, that is the kind of positive acquisition, I think, that will then get other players, you know, potentially in the summer looking at Villa and, and considering a move to Villa as a, as a serious option. Uh, you know, and I think as well, targeting him now when Marseille have gone out of all form of European competition means that Villa are going to get a player that might normally be sort of above their level uh, at uh, at a time where you know he can really have an impact and help Villa, uh, you know, try and pursue European qualification for next season. Which, let's face it, was the aim at the beginning of the season before that awful period under Steven Gerrard. Yeah, I mean, we, we, the funny thing is, we've spoken to you a couple of times this podcast, uh, and pre on two previous occasions, one was for uh, when Morgan Sanson joined Villa from Marseille, another time when Bubakar Kamara joined uh, the Villa from Marseille. Uh, now yet another Marseille player. Um, I reckon they must have pictures of Johan Lang around the stadium, just saying, "Do not let this man into the ground." Uh, it's a, it's very ominous when Villa officials turn up at the uh, Stad Velodrome. But um, you know, just on that. Um, you know, how do you think Bubakar Kamara has fitted in at Aston Villa? I think he's fitted in very well. I think mm. he showed that he was, uh, you know, a player made for the Premier League, obviously. A real shame, uh, you know, that he got the injury, uh, you know, when he did because he started really, really well. It was very encouraging. Uh, same as well with uh, Diego Carlos, you know, to sort of lose those guys quite early on in the season was a big double blow for Villa. Not defending, uh, you know, Gerard from what was some pretty horrendous management at times but uh, you know any any manager I think would struggle when you lose two players of their ability and, and stature uh, you know so early in the campaign but I think uh, you know as well with Villa you know targeting players of Kamara and of Gendouzi's uh, ability you know that is a, a good sign you know Marseille are a big big club in France obviously one of the most historic clubs so it is a coup every time Villa managed to bring somebody in from there and with Sanson as well, I mean, I kind of feel like, you know, we almost speak negatively about him. But when he, you know, when he does play, I mean, as we saw against Stevenage, you know, there there is a player there. You know, Villa mm. are completely wrong in identifying him as a player who could bring something. I just think he got particularly unlucky in terms of the, you know, sort of the timing when he came in, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the managerial uh, turnover as well. Mm. It's just one of those moves that, you know, looked good on paper, but, you know, hasn't really worked out at all, uh, you know, but I don't think that that should make Villa fans wary of going back and doing business with Marseille because, you know, when you look at Kamara, we knew at the time that I were getting, uh, you know, an absolute bargain, uh, you know, mm. a Champions League calibre player uh, on a free transfer. And now it just feels like, we kind of need to add more of those kind of figures, those kind of captures uh, to the squad in order to have, uh, you know, some real aspirations towards getting ourselves into Europe. And obviously Emery himself being a continental calibre coach, uh, you know, is a big step towards that as well. Yeah, Kamara has been uh, exceptional, I, I would say. He just looks like a real high, high quality midfielder. And it's, it's awesome thing, to see. The thing that I like about Kamara as well, that maybe is underrated, I mean, we haven't seen him too much playing in that position, but he is also a very convincing central defender. I think we had this discussion mm, yes. when Villa were confirmed to have signed him. Uh, you know, he can play those two roles almost equally well. Obviously, uh, you know, he's made a home for himself in the midfield, but, you know, he can be a very convincing uh, central defender as well. 
Mm, that's that's true. Yeah, with that, it's interesting. We haven't seen him in that role actually, considering some of the injuries we've had over the season. Um, but I know, you know, as, kind of as a final question, I guess, um, you know, Unai Emery. Um, I think everybody I've spoken to, every Villa fan I spoke to, is very excited about it, and it's you know probably the most high caliber coach we've had um, ever, uh, or well, maybe not ever, but you know, he's certainly up there. Um, how do you think it's going under him? It's very early, you know, in his spell in charge. But, you know, looking at the players, one, you know, Alex Moreno, who we bought this week from Betis, um, being linked with Guendouzi, um, just seeing how Villa have shifted since the Gerrard era. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on Emery's uh, time in charge and where it might go? I don't think uh, Emery's time in charge has been encouraging so far. I mean, it's easy to look at the most recent results against Stevenage and, you know, get down on the, the team mm. and be you know, quite harsh in, in our critique. But generally speaking, the performances have been encouraging much, much better, uh, you know, than they were under Steven Gerrard. Okay, perhaps not all the results have gone, you know, how we might have hoped. You know, I think Villa probably could have targeted, you know, all three points against Wolves. But then again, Lopetegui was new to the job, so it's difficult to sort of know what you're preparing for in terms of an opponent when the manager's only had like one or two matches maximum mm-hmm. uh, you know, with that team. Uh, and, you know, I think as well, uh, you know, for Emery to have turned the players' form and ability to to perform and to buy into sort of his vision for, for Villa so quickly is, uh, you know, massively to his credit. Because, I mean, you look at just those three games uh, that he had before the World Cup break. What was it? United at home in the league, mm. Brighton away, and then sort of sandwiched between those was um, United away in the League Cup. And, you know, all three of the performances really got good, got two wins in the league, uh, you know, were kind of unlucky in the in the Cup. Yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, everything Emery is saying uh, is, is very encouraging, very positive so far. He's very clearly motivated, uh, you know, coming back to the Premier League for, you know, for a second attempt. Uh, after his spell with Arsenal, which you could also argue was just bad timing. Maybe he was the right man, but at the wrong time, because let's face it, I think anyone was going to have a difficult time following in Arsene Wenger's footsteps. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think it's a very club that suits, um, you know, Unai Emery's profile. Uh, Emery is not necessarily somebody who thrives when big things are expected of him. Uh, but obviously there is that expectation, that hope from the fan base, but it's sort of in terms of like the actual club leadership, uh, I think, uh, you know, at the top, Villa are quite realistic in that we're aspiring to get back to Europe as opposed to we're a European club. We need, uh, you know, European football right now because obviously Villa haven't been in Europe for, for quite a few years. So Emery knows that that is sort of the, you know, the main motivation for, for everybody day in, day out on the training pitch. But I think to see the way that the players are really bought into his methods, taking their game back to basics and, you know, are actually able to perform in some sort of, uh, you know, tactical setup is uh, very encouraging because it just felt so bleak at the end of the Gerard era. It really did, didn't it? At Fulham 3-0, I don't think I'll ever... Uh, quite get over that feeling. But uh, yeah, it's a much more exciting period now for Villa under Unai Emery, somebody who we can just... It's the first time in a long time I really felt very, very confident in a Villa manager. Um, but uh, Jonathan, it's been absolutely brilliant to have you on. Um, for those who, you know, perhaps aren't quite aware of you, where you are online and all that, um, how can we find you online and uh, find and see your uh, your content? Uh, best place to find me is on Twitter. So uh, find me at, at J-O-N underscore Legosip. And that's where you'll find all of the links to my written work, my video work, uh, podcasts, stuff like that. Brilliant. Thanks again, Jonathan, and up the villa. <laughs>